close your eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly spook, place it by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When we ghost out to socialize Welcome, foolish mortals. You have stumbled into the graveyard and discovered the Grim Grinning Guys Walt Disney World Planning Podcast. We are your ghost hosts this evening. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. I'm Craig. Please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. And go ahead and pull on, on those safety bars because we won't be doing that for you. Guys, welcome to episode 236. 236. You sure it's not like 36? What? <laughs> Hey, no, so day two, we have like 150,000 downloads. I think he means million. And millions? <laughs> When's the rock coming on? And that's just on Podbean, so I don't know how many we have in the others. Now, guys, we have one super special guest tonight, but before we get to him, I've got a very special guest. Uh, my son here, Keegan, would like to say hello to the audience. Keegan, how are you? Good. Do you want to say anything about Disney? No. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the cruise line, Disney World, parks? What's your favorite ride? Incredicoaster. You've never ridden that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's his favorite. Uh, so, Keegan, while I've got you here, what is your favorite roller coaster at Disney World? Tron. Tron, you like that better than Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Why? Because it's better. Because it's better? Okay. And what did you like about the Disney cruise ship? Ice cream. Soft serve ice cream? <laughs> Yes. You like the kids' club? Kind of. Unlimited ice. Is cream. there anything else you want to talk about before we let you go here? Because I know you got to go home and get to bed because Santa Claus comes tonight. Oh, it's not. Oh, wait. Wrong day. <laughs> Sorry. What do you like to eat at Disney World? Pretzels. It's a good choice. Do you That's like nice. the cream cheese pretzel like Mo or just the regular? Regular. It's okay. Well, Keegan. Thank you for being on the show. Last chance. Anything else you want to add? I'm sure we'll have Keegan on for a more extensive review in the very near future. Thank Absolutely. you for joining us, Keegan. We still need to do the show sometime with the uh, the Triple G kids. And just let them host the whole thing. We'll let Kobe, we won't Harper, e- we'll let Kobe and Harper run with it. Uh, yeah, we won't even be here. So, <laughs> All right. Thank <laughs> you all for that. That might be a good thing. And now, Derek, why don't you introduce... No, 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 no. Oh, no. What? I've got a read. Oh, I'm sorry. Craig has a special introduction for That's our super right. special guest. I received this after our episode uh, in mid to late December when we when we ranked uh, the quick services. The Battle Royale. The Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. Columbia Harbor House one. Yes, yes. So this is what I got from him. It says, number one, Matthew cannot give you grief for saying Satui Canteen when he called it Regal Eagle Steakhouse multiple times. <laughs> he said, number two, Derek was 100% correct in being apathetic at the final matchup. The fact that Long John Silvers won this bracket is an atrocity. And Derek, I think, uh, agrees 100% with that. Yep. So, number one, Matthew, you were calling Regal Eagle Steakhouse, uh, and then and Long John Silvers won. Long John Silvers. And then number three was, yep. That was his third point. So with those three points, uh, it, it goes back to a guy who has been a friend of the show since the very beginning, a guy that has uh, brought, put us on the map as far as gifts go. And, the, and shirts. The, fam- the famous uh, Michael Jordan one, 
that we have. Yeah. Oh, yes. Our, Still on Facebook. Yes, that comes from this guy. So without further ado, our good friend, Chris Futrell. Howdy, guys. <laughs> hey, Chris. How Long are, time no speak. How are things going up in uh, Missouri? No? <laughs> Well, I'm in Illinois, but uh, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> I'm sure Missouri's doing fine too. It threw me off because you said you're any <laughs> any weird fire alarms coming from the state. So you said uh, you're flying out I, of out of St. Louis, so it threw me off. Yeah, there that's the, that's the nearest big airport we got. Yeah. Okay, I I either fly out of there in Nashville, one's two hours away, one's three hours away. So you know, I I just appreciate you coming on the show because I I really feel like you're still sore because of that cup of coffee. Uh, I, I am, and I'm also still wake up sometimes in the middle of the night because of the person that came into my room that when I came to try to sleep <laughs> yeah. on y'all's podcast, walked right into my room while I was sleeping. So I that's, forgot about that. Yeah, I still wake up sometimes <laughs> screaming. But it was such, such lush accommodations there too, though, you know? Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> uh, what we're talking about, if, you, if you're not familiar with what Chris is talking about in the show is... The drive between here and his home in Illinois, there's not many great hotels, if you would, uh, on the roads he took. So he found one close by, which um, he probably should, and again, probably should stay with one of us, but we didn't know you were coming. That's the only thing. No, no, I did make it a surprise. Yes, yes. And by the way, uh, Breeze's is now going out of business. So, yeah, uh, I saw that, actually. <laughs> I don't know if it was because of the support we gave. Uh, no, and, I, I keep up on all things Centerville now that I've been there. Bless you know, your heart. <laughs> you you have a boring life, Chris. <laughs> oh, you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, uh, while you are sitting there in Missouri, uh, <laughs> no, um, what what have you been up to lately here, Disney wise? Well, I've actually I'm an annual pass holder this year for the first time in a while um, because we had several trips planned. Um, believe it or not, I do cheat on the grim grinning guys when it comes to Disney podcasts. In fact, I listen to a whole lot of Disney no. podcasts. Well, we, I do. we're cutting you off right here, but thanks for coming on the show. Chris. I don't know why we've been so consistent over the years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's the reason I had to go searching for other things because, you know, I mean, between that and, you know, your riveting content, I just, I, I didn't know what else to do. So <laughs> I, I started, I got involved. Actually, it's kind of funny. Dad Lightyear reached out to me and he was like, Hey, I'm going to be on a different podcast talking to the host. If you want to tune into that. And that got me hooked up with that community. And we had a huge podcast meetup at the end of September. Um, awesome. In fact, this is the fourth one, fourth annual one. Now, I wasn't involved with them the first year, but this is the third one I've been to. And there was about a hundred people who showed up um, on property. And, you know, I, I brought my wife and my oldest and his wife. And uh, so we had that trip planned. I also had a what was supposed to be a surprise Christmas trip planned for the first week of December. Uh, it's my wife and I's favorite time to go, so I was planning this in secret. And um, because of the whole Children's Pastor Conference that I'm going to tomorrow to Disney World, because of that, we had linked it to our account. So she was in her my Disney experience poking around, and she was like, hey, why do I have something oh, in December? No. I was uh -oh. like, well... That's up. So she found out about that one, but uh, that was a just a her and I trip. And then, of course, the Children's Pastor Conference. Week. So with all those trips coming up, I was like, you know, it would really just probably be worth it for us to go ahead and get annual passes this year. Sure. So we did. We got them for both of us. So what the uh, 
the other podcast, uh, the meetup was that at I guess at Disney. Uh, yeah, was it mm-hmm. was it just that podcast, or was, or was it several podcasts? What you're saying? Uh, it was actually there that one, and they have some sister podcasts, ones that have either spawned out of it or are just really good friends with them. You can so there you are can several. say you can say the name of the podcast. I mean, we're, it's not like I'd love to hear it. We're not cutting their profits. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the number one, it's the Geekin' on Walt Disney World podcast. Uh, with Kurt Stone, he's the host of that one, and okay. they do primarily trip reports. I mean, that's pretty much all they mm-hmm. do on that one. And then the Disney Crush podcast, and that's Dave and Tony Ann, and they are locals. They live down there, and um, they're 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 more in in you all's frame. Just a bunch of tomfoolery, um, <laughs> just shenanigans on about? a high level. We haven't had but, him on the show yet. Uh, we, we, tomfoolery, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've called him a few times. <laughs> He's good friends with, what's his name? (laughs) Mark, uh, who's that guy Craig said a few weeks ago? What's his name? Michael. Michael Michael Carr. Carr. Michael Carr. (laughs) Michael Carr. Him and Tom Fuller are best friends. Yeah, they are. We're going to have to get those listen. Yeah, there's another one called the Mickey File Podcast. They kind of steer towards DVC. But it's a married couple that also live down in the area, and so anyway, but it's mostly the geeking on Walt Disney World. That's what it's called the G three, the Grand Geekin Gathering, and I mean they make merch for it, and just everybody comes. It's it's a fantastic time. And wow, he's built such a close community with people, like uh, just very very tight knit. I mean, I've got some of my best friends out of that that community that I you know talk with every day so it's it's a pretty cool thing that is podcasting neat. can be really neat whenever it establishes that kind of community and that kind of closeness yeah sure that, that's what we were telling dad lightyear that day is how we've met you know you and him and several others uh through this and and how that had never happened had we not you know ventured into this uh, and we you know we we <laughs> Everybody knows we don't do this for the money because there's zero into that, but it's just the relationships and we just enjoy doing it and making those connections. So, and you're one of those connections. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I drove three and a half, four hours to down to see you guys on, yeah. what was that episode 150? I think uh, one, well, it was technically it, it ended one ended up being like 149. Yeah, it was 149, like <laughs> but we called it, it's still 150 in our hearts. Um, now, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've, I've just made some good friends over all these podcasts and, and of course, you know, my wife and I now have our own podcast. It's not Disney related. I, I think I saw that. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it's called prime marriage podcast. And it's actually, um, I would say marriage advice, but we ain't got it all together. I'll be real <laughs> honest. I don't know of any married couple. None of us does, do, but no. we, we especially don't, but we've learned some, we both come from, uh, a split first marriage and we, you know, we just have a lot of experience. So we, we talk about that. We also, I mean, like some episodes we'll do game night where we just like kind of talk about good games to play with. And we play a little bit of them on the podcast, uh, riveting audio content, you know, but, uh, <laughs> we, 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 um, we have fun with it. I mean, it's, you know, I, I've learned the, the, the joys and the absolute dreading of editing and doing all that stuff. So, you know, it's, it's fun. We have, we have definitely enjoyed it, but it's uh, something we drop a podcast every Tuesday. Well, our, our word of advice is whatever we do, don't do it. So, I mean, that, that should help out your podcast tremendously. Well, I'm not going to take like 13 months off or anything, so I think no. I'm good. It was, it, was a, probably, it was a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we uh, 
we uh, had some inner uh, dwellings of our insight and inner like dwellings that. of our insight. I was just trying to figure out how to say that. Michael Carr. Michael Carr. Sequential. Hey, and are you still a travel agent? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I still do that on the side as well. Plug yourself here for the people in the Missouri area. <laughs> Good grief. Everyone in Missouri and Arkansas, you can get a hold of me. It's uh, my, actually my. It's happily ever after travel. Okay. And my my email address there is just futuralchris at happily ever after travel. That's a, that's easy. So, so much easier to remember the Matthews. You know, <laughs> how does it compare to DNC travel, Chris? <laughs> well, you know what? I would much rather book with DNC travel. Absolutely. Would. Who wouldn't? I, would. I don't know. I mean, why. we're sleeping with you. We're like <laughs> taking the trash out. We're, uh, you know, we're there. It's, it's nobody else gives that kind of attention to detail like DNC travel, right, Derek? That's right. Yeah, I have a feeling if we use DNC travel, we would have three or four new par- marriage podcasts to, to <laughs> content to go there, along with that. There would be so much, so many <laughs> podcasts come from that, that like just general life help, like if you were to take a trip with them. And I think the po- main podcast coming that would be What to Do in Prison. That would be probably the main <laughs> podcast to come out of that. I think a lot of, uh, anymore, it's gotten to the point and, this is, I mean, obviously I'm one, you're one, but I, I said you can go up to any stranger on the street and just tell them, hey, I love your podcast, and you will make 3.7 out of 5 and be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I think you're pretty accurate. This is the new Let's Start a Band. Yes, it so is. Yeah, back yes. in the 80s, it was Let's Start a Band. Now it's Let's Start a Podcast. And, you know, I love it. I love it. So, Chris, of course, I'm, I'm doing the travel agency thing now as well. I'm curious – um, what, what have you kind of learned or what are some insights you've picked up on that maybe you didn't know? Cause I'm, I'm learning quite a bit as far as the inner workings of Disney, what people kind of look for. It's, it, I'm just curious cause obviously we, we try to give some advice on this show. Like what, what's some advice that you think you have for the listeners as far as going to Disney world? What are some insights you've gained in your time as a travel agent? Well, I will say one thing I just came across this, um, couple weeks ago and i was talking with somebody uh, a client who had just went and they were like you know what you really i wanted to stay at all-star music but you really pushed pop on me and they're in an ecb and they were like because of the skyliner you made my trip so much easier yeah and people don't really think about that they're just like well one resort's like another but the, that skyliner makes ecb and wheelchair travel so much right. simpler sure. it is not the constant like everyone has to wait while they hook it up and just because that can be such a it, number one it's hard for the person who's in the wheelchair or ecb because they don't want to hold up the whole line and then you know of course you got everybody else trying to get to the park and it just mm-hmm. it, this makes everything so much simpler they were like we will never stay anywhere except on a Skyliner resort. And that, you know, that's cool. I never would have thought about that aspect of it. I like it because the Skyliner's cool. You know, yeah. I like, I, it's a good way to travel. The thing hardly ever stops, or if it does, it's only for like a few seconds and it's back on. And it's just a very efficient way to get around. But I would have never thought about that kind of advantage of it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. either. That's, if you, unless you live that every day, you really don't. So that's, that's a yeah. great, great advice there. Yeah, I, I had a, there's a client I'm, I'm working with right now and, um, convincing them that you know Pop Century, I think they're staying for they're planning to stay for four nights or something like that. Pop Century is like less than two hundred dollars more to stay at as opposed to an All Star. And I just said, look, the the Skyliner alone is probably worth that. But like at Pop Century, you can walk over to Art of Animation. Um, it gives you a lot more options. So that's that's one thing I've found is 
like we've always said, there are tons of options that you have at Disney World. Well, now I, I, I see even more of that as far as giving people options, um, especially the side of it that says, if you don't spend your money here, you can spend it here and do this. There's just so many different things to consider when putting together those vacations. Oh, you can do it so many different ways for almost any kind of budget. It's expensive. Right. Don't ever let anyone, oh, you can do it on the cheap. No, you cannot. But you can do it cheaper than, you know, the multi-thousand dollar trips. So, you know, there's always different ways to get around and do things. I know with our Christmas trip, even though it was only five nights, we stayed at three different places. And mostly because when I originally booked the trip, I booked at the Dolphin. Mm-hmm. and I have never stayed on Crescent Lake. That was my dream. I want to stay on Crescent Lake. I love that area. It's my favorite area in Disney. Yeah. And uh, so we booked the Dolphin, but then we ended up, I got a super annual pass holder rate for like 138 a night for the night before. Wow. At, at All-Star Movies. And I was like, we're already annual pass holders, so we don't have to pay for another ticket. And I was like, can you get off work an extra day? <laughs> sure. <laughs> then they released those Jollywood Nights dates, and I was like, man, we're leaving on that day. Well, maybe not. So we booked Caribbean <laughs> Beach for the tail end, because I had never stayed there either. I'm a completionist. I want to stay at all of them. Sure. So, um, so yeah, we stayed at All-Star Music uh, in a king bedroom. My wife would have been happy to stay there the whole time. She mm-hmm. was like, this is great. A king bed. There's plenty of room. It's one of the new refurbished rooms. Um, you know, a- everything was great with it. The only thing I hated about it was the, the the doors are so heavy and the walls are so thin. You know, I was in the shower and I could have swore someone came in my room. Like, I came out <laughs> dripping. I was like, someone's in my room. And nobody was. It's probably four doors down, but those doors are so heavy and the walls are so thin. I can see why people may not like, you know, the values for that reason. But... Uh, that was great. Caribbean Beach, it was the first time we stayed there. That was great. Uh, and the Dolphin, while I will say this, it is very dated. You walk through the Dolphin, the lobby's beautiful, but you get up to the hallways and that carpet looks like it's from the Outlook Hotel, you know, from <laughs> The Shining. And it's just, the rooms are kind of run down, but we also had a balcony room that overlooked Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Oh, wow, so man. it was, fan- that right there made it, you know, alone worth the price. And the thing is, if you get a good rate on that, you can get that as cheap as pop, which is ridiculous to be right, right there on Crescent Lake and get it for two, two eighty a night, which That's, is fantastic. Yes. You know, staying at the Swan and Dolphin, this is one of those things that does it come with all of the perks as far as early morning entry, tra- bus transportation? There's, there's some things that it doesn't have, right? It, it has almost all of the perks in fact, the only real downside is their bus transportation is not as frequent. Okay. And and here's the big one. At Magic Kingdom, they drop you off the TTC. Oh, okay. They do not go all the way to, you know, to the park like the Disney buses do. But you're at the Swan and Dolphin. Walk to the boardwalk. Well, the, That's what we yeah. do. And even, know, th- even theoretically, couldn't you just walk over to the boardwalk and take a bus from there? That, that's what I mean. Which way, which yeah. Way, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We walk to, I'm sorry. We walk to either Beach Club. That's a great or, idea, Matthew. Or the boardwalk. And, <laughs> okay, Michael Carr. But now, now, that being said, we didn't have to do that on this trip because our Magic Kingdom day wasn't our any of the days we were at the Dolphin. So I kind of planned that strategically and planned our Epcot and Hollywood Studios days for there. Right. So we could, you know, use the easy transportation of walking if we wanted. Um, so that's that was pretty good. So other than that, 
they even get the uh, the late night extra hour for the deluxe guests. That also is included. Oh, oh so. that's awesome! I did not realize yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. So we really we really enjoyed. I didn't. I'm somebody who I don't mind resort hopping. Um, you know, it, it, that's something that I I get a kick out of just trying to stay in different places and kind of you know. So it was it was pretty cool. The, I guess the hardest part of that is just putting all your luggage up every day. Um, yeah, we we kind of lived out of the suitcase. We didn't. Un- if I'm going to be in the same place, I will unpack and use the dresser and do all that. But if I'm like what we were doing, we did that a little bit at the Dolphin because we were there three nights. But yeah. all, the other two places, yeah, we just lived out. No, of the I'm talking about whenever you check, you have to check out that morning. Like if you go to park and then your stuff. You, I, I'm trying. They, they don't move your stuff anymore, do they? Yeah. Do they still do oh, that? Okay. Not only do they do it. When I asked my the owner of my travel agency, which she went with Disney's official line, no, we do not do it from or to the Dolphin, but I found out otherwise. Oh, I had zero problems. I went down to Bell Services. Will you take this to the Dolphin? Yep, it'll be there. And the Sweet. same way when Dolphin to Caribbean Beach. And when I called her, she was like, you know, they do this. I have to give you the official line that Disney gives us. I mean, huh. obviously, because then if if you tell a client that and then they don't do it, if right. you get a cast member who's like, nope, you know, right. it, that is the official stance. But for the most part, you know, they, they will do that, right. which is really nice. And and the key I always think, too, is for you and for Matthew both, I mean, you can't say this enough. You're paying for that whether you, whether you use a travel agent or not. So, so why not use a travel agent, give that person a little, uh, I mean, it, it boosts your business, but it, it is helpful. So even if, even oh, if you, if, even if you're an expert at Disney, it's still, you're, you're, if you're paying <laughs> to go to Disney, you're paying for a travel agent. Yeah. Let someone else do the legwork and don't let Disney get all the money. Right. Exactly. Return it to somebody with a small business. Yep. You know, that's, that's the, that's the point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I really like big business. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get dollars. Dollars. <laughs> and that's why you guys started the C and D travel That's right. Travel. It's D and C. Get it right. Come on. Who knows what it is? And it's also been Tinkerbell. And sorry about that. I put age before beauty there. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, now wait a minute. You're catching up. You're right behind me. I am right behind you. You're right. <laughs> so, Chris, as a Disney aficionado, you've obviously been there many times. You're kind of an expert. Um, what is the? What do you think is the most? Of course, we talk about tips all the time. What do you think is the most overlooked tip or advice that people could be using at Disney World that maybe they're not in this age when in which there's blogs, tips, vlogs everywhere? What do, What would you recommend? travelers do at Walt Disney World? I don't know. That's tough because it you are so glutted with information. You can find almost anything you need. And most of the really good ones, I know you guys mentioned Bricker quite a bit, but he is good. And I mean, he is, he's detailed, he's thorough. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- to be honest, I really miss Josh. Uh, he was also so, so good and, at and what he did. And very, uh, not, not he, he didn't try to persuade you one or the other. I mean, he just shot it straight, and that that's that's kind of what the community – I mean, there's still some people out there like that, but Josh was so good at that. And like you said, and Bricker is is uh, phenomenal. I mean, he just he, – he's the top of the game right now, I'd say. He really is. He's, he's – not only that, but he's a good writer. As somebody who yes. writes a lot, I, I, I enjoy reading his writing. Um, 
I, I, I miss Josh cause he was so snarky. That was yes, yes. It, me and <laughs> me and me and him were kind of simpatico on that. So, <laughs> um, but you know, th- like I said, there's just so much information out there that, you know, if you want to find something you can now, there are still people, I still see so many people standing in line at these quick service restaurants. I'm like, what are you doing? Use mobile order. It's, yep. It was, it was a game changer. It really was. And it still is. I mean, being able to order my lunch at nine 30 in the morning for a time when I want to come pick it, that's, that is so good Yeah, compared to what we used to have to do. Well, and, and that's the thing. I, th- I think we, you said it a while ago, but I, I think we think it's more saturated than what it is because like I, d- I was just looking on Instagram the other day and this person popped up there and said, Hey, here's a quick tip for you. Uh, when you go into, uh, Haunted Mansion, be sure to go underneath the, the umbrella. And, you know, you think, well, everybody knows that. But when you go in there and you go in the stretching room and you send me people that have no idea that that's the door you want, because that's probably one of my one of the things I hate about some of the things at Disney is the way they run you like cattle, and that's one of the places in the magic in the uh, Haunted Mansion. But if you go underneath the umbrella, your first one's out, and it, it's not a big deal. But you think, you know, we all think, well, everybody knows that. But it's. I think there's very few people that know what, what we think they know. Does that make sense? Well, that's that's true. Well, you got so many people. There's a reason why it's the number one tourist destination in the world. It's because it, they get tourists. They don't get a whole lot of regulars. Yeah. They're not like Disneyland. They don't live on annual pass holders. They right. live on the, the 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 whales. The people coming for their once every ten year trip who are just going to blow money. That's what they cater to. Right. And as much as we hate that Disney won't cater to us people who go every single year. They're never going to. It's not, it, that's, that's not even good business. Right. You want to cater to who's going to make you the money. And that's what I've been saying. You know, people complain about all the price increases. They're still so busy. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad, it would be a bad business model to start decreasing prices when they're staying full. I mean, you know, it's. But, but Chris, that is you, us. We are the ones that spend all the money. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, with our renters. <laughs> Oh, just, you know, throwing all the money we're making off this trip podcast, just going towards it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I hope you guys are making double what we, me and my wife are making on ours. Uh, we're making triple. I mean, at <laughs> least, at least. Weren't you sponsored by some like almond milk corporation for a while or some <laughs> kind of weird cattle place or something? No, that- no. The sleeping thing. Remember the sleeping cookie? That was us. Snoo uh-huh. snacks. <laughs> Snoo snacks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think there's an FDA but warning. As, for there. as many times as I've been, though, this was the first time I'd ever been to any, either one of the holiday parties, the really? Christmas party, or yeah, yeah. What'd you think? We we went to both the Hollywood jo- Jollywood nights and the Christmas party. What's your thought? Um, what's your thoughts on Jollywood? Yeah. Well, I well I kind of had the same thought for both, and this is it. If you're not a character person, it is very very difficult to get your value out of these parties. I. I'm just telling you, for how expensive they are, right. if you're not someone who wants to meet characters, then there's just not enough to do. And, and I, I was just a little bit opposite of that because I, I, I think we got to do more as far as rides and those things go. Um, we aren't big character people. Harper wanted a few few pictures of characters, but mo- mainly we got on. We wrote everything we wanted to many many times. So. To well, me, that was see, kind of a, a that's deal. That's the other thing. I'm talking about party exclusive I got you. Stuff. I got you. Okay. Oh, yeah. If we wanted to ride rides, we could have rode rides. Right. I mean, especially at Jollywood Nights, everything was, you know, nothing. Now, it baffles me as to why 
the two newest lands in Hollywood studios, they didn't even use for the party. I, that blows me away. Yeah. Why would you not utilize tour story land or galaxy's edge? They were both open. Um, in fact, Oga's was, that was pitiful. They were, I think they were doing the coyote ugly dancing on the table, trying to get people in there. I mean, it was, it was just dumb, but they, you know, they I, didn't the, the, do maybe they feel like those areas will just naturally, uh, you know, people will go to that spot anyway, despite. And it's possible because at that night of the Jollywood nights party, we only rode two actual attractions. We rode the tower of terror. Cause we went and saw the little soiree club at the tip top club, whatever the twilight soiree. And we went, we were like, well, we're over here. Let's just ride the Tower of Terror. I mean, it was a 13 minute wait, which of course means a walk on. Uh So we just, we just went and did that. And then we did go do Slinky Dog. And that was, you know, a 30 minute wait. Now, 30 minutes for Slinky Dog doesn't sound very bad, but there there weren't that many people in the park. So there were a lot of people in Toy Story Land. But I just don't understand why they didn't or have anything party related there. What, what, What did you call that tower again? It was the Twilight Soiree. No, 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 no. You, you, said, you said Tower of something. Yeah, Tower of Terror. Yeah, not, see, not, you, you, not you, tar, you up in Illinois, you don't say it much different than we do. Illinois, glad you yes. learned. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's that Missouri slang coming in. <laughs> How did you like the Very Merry Christmas Party? Any? Did you like it better than Jollywood Nights? Or about the um, same? I, I think it was about, okay, here's the thing. I always enjoy Jingle Cruise. I, this is the, we had a lot of first times on this trip and it was the first time I've ever ridden the speedway. And huh. that was kind of cool with all the overlays. Uh, they had music playing, but those cars are so loud. You couldn't really hear the music, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but that was pretty neat. We were going to do space mountain, but by then, um, my lower back was already hurting because we had rope dropped magic kingdom. Cause as, Oh, here's another good tip for anyone party days are the best days to go to magic kingdom during mm-hmm. the day. Absolutely. Nobody wants to go when the park's closing early. Yep. So you can do everything. Um, and, and we had already came that morning and, and done a lot of things. So it would, it, that was a very, very long day for us. And I was like, I don't think my back can handle space mountain right now. I uh, just, so we didn't really do a whole lot of attractions, but we did all the stage shows we did. And I am not a parade person. Never have been. But that Christmas parade is spectacular. Yes. I mean, I got so many great pictures of the, the toy soldiers and the, the huge ornate floats. I mean, it made the Festival of Fantasy Parade look paltry. And it feels this like parade, it goes on forever. Oh, it's so long. Yeah. But it is so good. Yep. And the fireworks was good, too. But that's what, for, like, for my money, prepackaged cookies and <laughs> lukewarm hot cocoa and uh you know that wasn't worth it for the the amount i paid for it now right. they had some pretty cool characters there if you're into that yeah. rare characters they had all seven dwarves you know they had just different stuff that you if you're into that you would absolutely get your value out of it. yeah yeah well probably the shortest line they say for uh jet skeleton and sally um is, yeah. is at that party mm-hmm. yeah i would say so um now the jollywood knights that show that they did in the theater where beauty and the beast is uh it, it what's that show called i actually have it down in a note here it was uh holidays in hollywood and it's the one with the muppets that were oh. the muppets were the host that show was spectacular as well yeah. and the choreography my wife's a former dancer dance instructor so 
she was just blown away by the choreography because all the choreography, all the shows in Disney are great. Uh, you know, this this year we saw the Nemo show for the first time over at Animal Kingdom. Had never made it over there to see that one. Mm-hmm. It was it was great, fantastic. But they always have great choreography. But I think they imported some even more special talent for this show. It was stupendous. Um, and then the the what's this the uh, Nightmare in Hollywood or what's it called Nightmare Before Christmas Nightmare Before Christmas Sing Along that they did in the Frozen Sing Along Theater. Uh, that one was also very good. It's very surreal to see a 25 foot Jack Skellington come walking oh, yeah. out onto the stage. That's I it was pretty pictures. trippy actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a very well done show. So, um, the crowd went absolutely nuts when Oogie Boogie came out <laughs> and they did have some fantastic photo ops, um, in the launch bay area, some like rotating, uh, six angle camera shots that were just really neat. We enjoyed those probably more than anything else, but both parties were fun. We're glad we did both of them, but it would, it behooves me to say $200 is not going to be a good value if you're not into meeting characters. Well, and especially to the, uh, the Jollywood, it was shorter too. What did it end is like from, it, it was shorter and you couldn't get in nearly as early. Right. I mean, you know, with the, Mickey's very Merry Christmas. You can get in what like four hours earlier than yeah. what the party actually starts. And this one you get an hour and a half, I think. And then it is a shorter party. And you know, they the, the live music was cool. Anytime you can add live music to something, you know, I wish Hollywood Studios would bring that back a lot more with the citizens of Hollywood mm-hmm. and some of the live entertainment that still hasn't has yet to make it back. But um that was pretty cool. The little uh, Latin street party over by the commissary and then the, the band over by the tip top club. Uh, the only place we didn't go, we really got our value out of that party when it comes to what they had to offer. We did just about everything. The only place we didn't go was the Brown Derby. And that's because, I mean, it was a one long strand of garland and a set of dollar store string lights <laughs> on the piano. And that was the decorations for this party. That's all they did. And the piano player didn't even hardly play any Christmas music. He just played mostly Disney covers and then threw a Christmas song every fourth or fifth one. So, you know, we were kind of watching into the door as the, this was going on. I was like, we're not getting on the wait list right. for this. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Chris, we appreciate you uh, hopping on here to talk with us. And that brings us to a segment We'd like to call, wait, wait, we, not that we would like to call, we do call we it. We do this. call it, yeah, there's no question about it. Grim. Grim. Grinning. Chris is our guest. Would you like to ask the Grim Grinning Greatness question tonight? Sure. I thought he hung up. I thought he hung up. I thought he hung up and had had enough. So... I want to know, in your opinion, what is the best bread pudding on property? Oh. And there are some really good ones. So I'm guessing this is one of those things where once it's taken, you cannot take it. Correct. Okay. Well, you you go first, guest. Be well, I, it, it's a tough choice between like four different ones, but I'm going to go with Sebastian's Bistro. Ooh. Oh, we'll get to know about that later. Yep, the, later this month. We will be heading that direction. And what makes it so good? I think it. they say it's the exact same recipe as Ohana, but they um, 
they cover it in a little bit. They, the sauce is a little different, and it's better. It just, I, I'm just telling you, it's, it is fabulous. And it's hard for me to even say, because for, for a while, it was always just an Ohana and Raglan Road battle for mm-hmm. me. But that one, that one was good. In fact, we really enjoyed Sebastian's. That's become one of our new favorites. Sebastian, like I said, we're we're taking that guys trip here at the end of the month, and um, looking forward to to eating at Sebastian's. First of all, we I have never ate there before, so uh, looking forward to trying that. That will definitely be on the to do list. I'll go second since uh, that way. Of course, you will. That way, you, you guys can. We uh, actually before we came home on our trip at uh, at Thanksgiving, we went to the boathouse and had bread pudding there and i thought it was very good is it is equal to ohana because that's my only previous i I, I had it raglan road too but i'd say i'd say it's pretty good of course boathouse just that setting uh it makes any food good i'm very excited about sebastian's now Derek. i'll let you go next oh well well we know where i'm picking okay raglan road it's i mean i'm sure sebastian's is going to be great but it's something about the sauces that they give you at Raglan Road, they give you the multiple sauces to put all uh-huh. over it and and just cover it. And plus, you get to do that little dance while you're eating. I do. Yeah, yeah they let me on stage every once in a while. Do, do they? Well, and, yeah. and, and Raglan Road's one well, of those places. Well, they escort me out at, shortly <laughs> they afterwards. They let you on stage. But they, and the good thing about the bread pudding at Raglan Road is usually the the meal that you've eaten hadn't just stuffed you to the point where you can't True. enjoy the, the dessert. Yeah. Unlike where I'm going to say, and that's Ohana. Uh, I've only had it at Ohana and Raglan Road, but I love the Ohana bread pudding. I'm shocked that it made it to me, honestly. But, I mean, the Ohana bread pudding, the only downside is I've eaten so much chicken, shrimp, and steak prior to that that I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could eat three helpings of that bread pudding. Um, but just the, the sauce that goes over it, my mouth's watering. I'm ready to I'm ready to get to Sebastian's. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, but Derek won't let me eat on the show. Don't. So. What's don't, it? don't sleep on House of Blues either. They have a very good bread pudding as well. See, I've not had Keep House that of Blues. Mind. Yeah. That would require me to go to Disney Springs, though, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, Raglan Road does, too. Chris once said, I would rather chew on broken glass than go to Disney Springs. <laughs> <laughs> he put that in an iTunes review. <laughs> Dad Lightyear referred to Derek as McFuddy Duddy. Killjoy McFuddy Duddy. Yeah, but isn't that the name that Chris gave to uh, It is. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pre- uh, Trying to make the money. I don't know what you're talking about, Derek. I I have full faith and trust in the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> Always have. We won't go you back know, on the. I I and this is probably going to get edited out, but that's fine. Uh, I texted Craig as soon as I heard you had become a travel agent. I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to have to eat crow on everything he's been saying for the last year. And a half. Or just or just not admit to saying it. I I don't know what you're all referring to now it's yeah it's been different well chris yeah, hey how do you feel about just crashing on one of our couches until next week and joining us for another show you know what when i, I was in my 20s i was like what the floor yeah fine in my 30s i was like uh, well no but now i'm like what what's your thread count what, what, <laughs> yeah. what thread count are we using here because but sure why not i'll sack out for a little bit yeah we'll uh you can say it Derek's sleep in his bed he can sleep on the couch Sure. I'm good with that. Well, Chris, we look forward to having you on. We thank you for joining us tonight. It's always good to talk to you and catch up with you. We look forward to you joining us again next week for Milestone Episode 237. 
Do we give a hint of what we're doing next week, or are just going to keep that under our Let's hats? just say we're going to venture off the Disney property. Oh! Down wow. the road. No. <laughs> Chris, thanks again. Hey, it was my pleasure. We'll talk to you in a few days. Listeners, as you leave, be sure to... Beware of the hitchhiking ghosts. And hurry back. Saw so hurry back, we would like your call.